today we we see Peter. Well, first of all, we see our Lord. We see our Lord walking on the water. What happens right before this is that you know he dismisses the crowds and goes up to pray. And then he walks out upon the sea. And they're a great distance away on the sea. And he walks to them as if the water were dry land. And the water being dry land, of course, reminds us of the salvation of the Israelites walking through dry land. Reminds us of when the Israelites crossed uh, the Jordan River on dry land. But it also reminds us that God establishes all things in the beginning. And is he that calls out the earth from the waters. We don't have to think of that literally. But what we do believe is that God is the source of all order of creation and all things which stand in whatever place God puts them, he is the one that makes that order. And it's human beings that put it out of order because of our passions, making the wrong use of our mind, making the wrong use of our bodies, manipulating things in the wrong way so as to pollute and to defile and even to affect things like the weather and all sorts of terrible problems that we give to the world. But our Lord walks out onto the water to show that he is the maker of all creation, that he is the one that calls things into being, that he is the one that says and things speaks and things are. So when we understand this, where do we understand this? Well, our Lord shows us where we understand this because our Lord comes to them across the water showing his power as the creator and the maker of all things, as the one who puts order to chaos after he goes apart by himself to pray. So when we enter into prayer, this is why when we enter into prayer, we don't enter into prayer to make things happen out of our own willpower. When we enter into prayer, we go apart from all the things of this world and we see and really true prayer is speechless before the one who makes all things. True prayer is the word himself, Christ himself in silence. His word spoken 
so powerfully that we cannot even imagine any word like that in, in, in the world. Of course, the word does come into the world. Christ himself comes into the world. But it is even beyond the power of our speech. So when he is up there, he is prayer. And that place where he is praying is the place where we find him when we pray in silence. And so when Peter sees him walking across the water and Peter himself wants to go join him in that manifestation of his power, Peter, for a moment, is with the Lord praying in that mountain and desert place and praying in the midst of the frightening power of the waters. Peter has entered into silence with our Lord and sees him. And we all know this for a moment when we say one word, maybe when we say, oh Lord Jesus Christ, for a moment we're praying and then the next moment it gets snatched away because we get distracted one way or another. And the moment when we get distracted is the moment when we start to sink. We sink into the cares and the worries of our life and we can no longer stand in that place of power where God makes the world. And God is making the world right now. Seems like the world is going to hell in a handbasket. But God makes the world right now. That moment when we enter into prayer. And we look to him. And this is the thing that sets us on a powerful foundation. This is the thing that when we, you know, when we realize that God himself will show us prayer, that is himself, show us the word that is powerful beyond any human words. When we quiet ourselves, even in the midst of the storms of this life, that is the most precious thing, that is the gold, the silver, the precious stones that builds us. As I said before we started the liturgy here out in the park, that the church is us. It's not the building. The church is us. The people. The body of Christ. The living body of Christ. Not stones, but the body of Christ. Flesh and bone. In us. And so when we're in the midst of this, this natural beauty, what we understand is that God makes all things, and God makes all things to be in Him, and to learn their purpose from Him. The insects that we hear, they don't know like we know. But they are doing what God has ordered them to do. 
Even if we put them out of place and they become a plague or something like this, a pestilence of insects, that's our fault. The trees, they know what God has ordered them to do. The sky knows what God has made it for. Although it doesn't know like we know. And how does it know? How do these things know? They just live with the order that God gives them. They live by the breath of God. They just are. And so it is that we are to be, just to be, before God, with God, sustained by His breath, established, even established in the midst of the ocean. Things are established in the midst of the ocean, which is moving and is tremendously powerful. Things are established, even the things that seem to be insubstantial in the sky. They just are, and they are what God has made them to be. And what a mystery it is that we are. That we are made up of all different things. This tremendously complex organism made by God to be the expression of His love, to reflect His love, to be expression of His thought and to reflect His thought, to be the expression of His Spirit and to bear His Spirit, to be the image of His majesty in our smallness. He takes us from the dust as He takes us from the dust so that we're to remember that we're humble. He gives us breath so we are to know that we are heavenly. And he creates us out of this complex thing, which is as frightening when you think about your own health. Some people maybe comes more immediately to us. When we think about our health, how delicate it is. And the shortness of our life. How short it is compared to these, some of these trees, perhaps, even. It seems like it is something that is a terrifying thing to step out in, just to live our life. But we are to hear the Word of God. To hear Him when we quiet ourselves. And one of the things that we can do to practice to quiet ourselves sometimes is just to walk out into nature and to be quiet. And that is part of the liturgy too. To walk out into liturgy and to hear the hymns that these insects are singing. To hear the silent hymn that is the tree. To hear the hymn of the earth giving praise to its creator. So much so that, that that's one of the psalms. We all know that psalm. The last, there are the, actually several psalms. Particularly the last three psalms. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, stars and light. And when we're established this way, 
then God has made us and is con still continuing to make us. And he's building us up more and more till we become that perfect place where God shows himself in the world. When we become that temple. So it's interesting that we read from 1 Corinthians, which is talking about making us into a temple, and at the same time we're, we're seeing Peter stepping out onto insubstantial water, because that's what it means to be the temple. It means to step out into the world and to be raised up even in the midst of frightening things, things that seem insubstantial, to be raised up as the place of prayer to God. And to shine with His beauty. Because He is present in us. That's what prayer is. Prayer is nothing else than quieting ourselves so that God might be present. So that we are not afraid of anything. So we are truly alive. walk upon the water with him. 